Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we have a great topic. The question is, I get asked this a lot. Me too. What does the Bible say about tattoos? Yeah, I hear a lot, especially among the younger people. Yeah, right. The older people don't ask that question too much. Yeah, Duke's got one of this whole thing on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a I'm not a fan of pain, so that is real simple for me, you know. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have tattoos. I just have for clarity. It, I have it settled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> avoid pain at all costs. Kidney stones is enough for me. I don't need to. Right. Oh, my goodness. It's a great topic, though, because, you know, I think that just the, the talk, you know, we want Christ to be preeminent in everything we do. We want to have a biblical worldview. And this is something that's everywhere in our world, women. And I remember uh, giving an invitation at our church one Sunday. It was, I don't know, I preached something, it, uh, what's going on in the world. And the Spirit of God moved. And I'm telling you, I had about 50 people at the altar packed in like sardines praying. And I looked across and... <laughs> there was a bunch of gals bow bowing there and their little their 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 pants were kind of down maybe an inch too low and their top was up an inch too high and i saw about 15 tattoos staring me in the face at the altar in my church i said shocked? wow i said times have a change from when i first started the ministry and i'm telling you, every one of those gals loved jesus and they were praying for unsaved people to get saved and they're weeping and I think God was sitting in heaven and laughing at that. But, I, whoa, it was a whole lot of tattoos down there in that, that <laughs> section of these women. And uh, I, tried not to, I tried not to look too much. And I was like, woo-hoo. So there you go, John. <laughs> this might take him a second to recover oh, from that one. So but you, you brought up the title, dude. It's your fault. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, the Duke Meister, Pastor Duke Hergit. Brother, if you would open us up in a word of prayer. We you need might. prayer. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, uh, we thank you that we have salvation, forgiveness of sins through the blood of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. And, Father, we want to do things right in this world we don't want to be legalistic. We don't want to put on people uh, things that uh, are unimportant, but just give us discernment. Uh, use John and I to uh, help people to think biblically and not emotionally. And may we uh, have a proper balance and help people have proper balance in these things that are literally in our face uh, every day in this, in this last day society. So speak to, uh, to us and through us, we pray for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. That was, dude, that was funny. Okay, Johnny? I'm good. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking of you, you look this way and you're like, whoa. Dude, look at, oh. <laughs> so one more thing. You say I have no tattoos. How do you know? <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. Just, just move it on. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even going there. Uh, so I have, to, I have to admit, I have two tattoos. I got two of them. Uh, got them uh, before I got saved, pre-Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, or B, as we say, BC, BC, yeah, before Christ. And uh, man, I'm telling you, tattoos can be addictive. Well, yeah, I see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I was, I was going to get a tattoo, and I was talking to my pastor at the time, and I said, "Hey," because um, uh, he's like, "Hey, what are you going to do this weekend?" I go, "Dude, I'm going to go get another tattoo." And he goes, "What?" <laughs> And now he's that that old school fundamental Baptist. Well, in your day, you're about 15, 18 years after me. He said, what? Yeah. In my day, they just slapped you three times. <laughs> <laughs> so things have mellowed out a bit. Yeah, they mellowed out a little bit. And then he said this. He said, uh, Brother John. Uh, and it was Pastor Joe Brothers. I love him to death. Yeah. Uh, he's, in, he's in Florida. But anyway, he says, uh, Brother John, you can't. <laughs> and I, I'm recently saved, and I'm like, dude, don't you tell me I can't. <laughs> I have been doing what I wanted to do for a long time. And then I said this, which I've always said forever and ever since I've been saved. Show me in the Bible. Yeah, that's don't, what I'm trying to do today. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Uh, I'm like, don't, don't give me your opinion and don't tell me what you think. I want scripture. 
It's like when I got saved, they said, you need to get baptized. I said, show me in the Bible. Yeah, that wasn't hard. And that, right? <laughs> and then they said, um, you need to start tithing. Show me in the Bible. Like everything yeah. that came, um, show me in the Bible. And those were no-brainers. And then they became no-brainers. Yeah, they're just so biblically solid, right. clear, Old Testament, yeah. New Testament. Well, what I find yeah. interesting is, and we'll do a podcast one day on tithing, mm-hmm. uh, because people don't believe in a tithe today for the most part. And really what it comes down to is most want to keep their money and think the pastor just wants their money. Yeah. But it will open the floodgates of heaven. Oh my goodness. Anybody's done it for uh, a year will never, never cease. Never. Yeah. Never. And then those who have done it and stop will go back to it because yeah. they'll realize pretty quick. And I, and I've had that happen so many times where like, uh, my life is train wreck cost me money. My car is breaking down. This is going wrong. I'm like, what's going on. Um, you stop tithing. <laughs> that's the question. Yeah. Did you stop? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Work it out. <laughs> any rate, we're on tattoos right now, not tithing. And um, and so as we look through this, uh, normally we go from Old Testament to New Testament. This time we're going to go New Testament to Old Testament because there's nothing in the New Testament that says getting a tattoo is a sin. Okay. So now, Johnny, you're going to have to use that G word that you don't like to use. I hate right, this word. There it is, right there on the screen. I, say I, it, John. I, not, not yet. No, oh, oh, man, I'm waiting. <laughs> he's going to have to say this. He hates it. He's a, he's, he's a prophet, black or white, right or wrong, in or out, for me or against me. Come on, John, Never spit it out. gray. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Music to my ears. John Westfall said gray area. You heard him under a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> it's only gray for a moment. <laughs> okay. Now you can go to work. <laughs> oh my God. I do hate that word when it comes to scripture. Yeah. Cause people abuse it. They abuse it. Yeah. And that, I think that's why I hate it. As a matter of fact, uh, one time I had a lady come to my church and she said, this has been, oh my goodness, 10, 10, 11 years ago. And she looked at me and she said, pastor, you will never grow a church. And I said, Why? Because you're too black and white, you need to be gray. <laughs> and I said, I'll take my chances with black and white. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to stretch you hard today, Johnny. I know, I know. Because, but, but we're going to end on a dogmatic for me. All right, here we go. Uh, which I guess still leaves it gray for them. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, we understand tattoos are more popular than ever before all around the world. Everyone's getting them full on sleeves, full on body, neck, neck bodies, yeah. like the whole nine. I mean, the face, the face, face. Yeah. Tattoos are everywhere. As a matter of fact, I have a friend of mine, uh, his name's Ryan and he owns a tattoo parlor. And every time I see him, he's got a new tattoo. Yeah, I and like him. He's, he's a neat guy. He's a neat guy. Right. And, and, uh, and so you know, I'm like, Dude, you're going to run out of space. You need to stop. <laughs> and then he gets him on his face, and I look at him, and, and he knows I love him. And I look at him, and I just, too. and he I go, you, yeah, and I, he does. And I look at him, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. So, but hey, who am I, right? Uh, so we know that the number of, of people getting tattoos uh, has increased dramatically, especially in recent years. And, and I don't know that, like, was it Miami Inc. and all those other ones um, shows they they glorify it, mm-hmm. but I will tell you this, man. I've watched Miami Inc. Those guys are good. I mean, they tremendous artistic skill. Oh, yeah, the skill is amazing, right? Yeah, no, no question about it. And so, since the New Testament doesn't say anything about whether a believer in Christ should get a tattoo, uh, we can't say it's a sin. Like not not dogmatically say it's a sin. You know, the Bible says all things are lawful for me. Paul said in the New Testament. Right. All things are lawful. So it's not a but not all things are beneficial. Yeah, beneficial, expedient. And uh, yeah. so I think categorically this falls in, in that area. Right. Uh, but we got a lot to share with Yeah, because you know, in this it really it it really is gonna come down to conviction. Yeah, it's a personal thing. Let everybody be convinced in their own mind. Yeah. And do what you do heartily as unto the Lord. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And so see, this is the broader picture of just learning to think biblically. Right. Think through this like, oh, that's awesome. I want to get one of those things, you know, so I could be cool. 
Uh, we're going to talk about motivations. That's a big part of this. But, uh, it is. But see, what we're doing now in this podcast is just teaching the general biblical thinking, a right. general biblical worldview on all things so that when any question comes up, right. it's just, you can process it. Yeah, we process it through. We right. filter it through Scripture, right. and we want the glory of Christ, this is the motives, above right. the glory of self. Right. And that'll answer a whole lot of questions on a lot of things, won't it? It'll yeah, take away that, the gray area, Johnny. Right, yeah. It'll get rid of that gray area for you, dude. <laughs> it's got to go. I hate gray. Uh, I think it's a fantastic color if you're wearing dress pants. <laughs> I think it needs to go. it talks about theology. Nope, not for Johnny. Not for me. All right, so here's some general biblical principles. <clears throat> Uh, one, children are to honor and obey their parents. Mm-hmm. So in Ephesians 6, 1 through 2, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And, of course, the promise is if you honor your parents and obey your parents, then that it may be well with you, verse 3, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And so uh, honoring your parents brings longevity. Well, that being said, if you're a minor and you want to get a tattoo and your parents say no. There's um, your answer. That's your answer. Yeah. As a minor. As an obedient Christian and following the leadership of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. There's your answer. Yeah. So tattoos that, that are born of rebellion, mm-hmm. that's sin. Yeah. You don't rebellion do it. Rebellion is sin. Yeah. It's you a just, sin of witchcraft. Rebellion. Yeah. So in, in that respect, a general principle of the New Testament is, uh, for a minor, if your parents say, don't get it, and you get it, it's sinful. You know, it's interesting, Johnny. Raising my children, uh, this topic came up, but it wasn't just uh, tattoo so much as it was uh, piercing, mm. uh, pierced ears, which, you yeah. know, I just... But, I got two girls went through that. Yeah, and so I sat down and had pretty much the same Bible study with them that we are having, so I didn't use it as a clash. I'm the dad, you're the kid, you know, I'm big, you're little, you shut up, you're eating, you're living under my roof, you'll do what I say. No, 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 we did this as a connecting biblically so they could see dad thinks biblically first and he's not against tattoos or for tattoos because they're cool it's like no let's go deeper let's go deeper so anyway i I told them as their father uh that i would not approve of the pierced ears uh they were like the only ones in the whole you know school right we're the only ones and i said but just think it through and uh, listen to me and i said and uh, pray about it. And they were obedient and they, okay, we'll do it. You know, my girls are in their forties now and 40, 42, and, uh, they have no pierced ears. Oh, wow. And, uh, they've taught their daughters, uh, and they, they we're just different from the world. Yeah. Everybody does it in the world. It's like, well, we got Jesus. We're, right. that doesn't make us more spiritual than anybody. Right. It's just like, but between the Lord and me, you know, I'm doing this for you as under the Lord. Had a lady, uh, a godly old Italian lady. She'd be over 100 years old today if she was living. And uh, she came from that, that Plymouth Brethren background, and the, the women didn't cut their hair right. back in, in her day. And she was gloriously saved, and she just let her hair grow real long, old, gray. And she'd wear it up in a bun, and she goes, I know this has nothing to do with being a good or bad Christian. She goes, but I just made a little commitment to Jesus. It's me and him because I love him. He loves me. And I just said, Lord, for your glory, I'll never cut my hair. And wow. she never did. And she didn't think she was a super Christian for it. Ever it was put just, anybody it was just the thing she wanted to do. It was just between her yeah. and Jesus. And you yeah. see, her motive was perfect. Right. And she did not stand in judgment over anybody else. Mm-hmm. But she was almost embarrassed, like, well, I know it's not maybe the prettiest thing, but I made this vow when I was 21 years old to Jesus. I just want to keep it. Isn't that him cool, though? I thought, wow, Lord, give me that spirit. See, that's like with, with my girls on the on the piercings. They go hand in hand with the tattoos. They really do. And now, the now when, verses, they, yeah. when they were younger, uh, I let them get their ears pierced, but I said this. One in each year. That's it. Yeah. Right? About 15. Yeah. So then when they, as they got older, they wanted to get more. And I was like, no, you know, no. When you get older and you're on your own and you're your own adult, then you can make a decision and do what you want to do. And, of course, I prayed for them and I prayed about that. Well, here's what's interesting is, uh, and I won't say which one's which because they get mad at me when I do. So, So one of them got piercings and seemed to always have an ear problem when they put them in. I was like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> then the other one got an ear piercing, didn't have a problem with the ears, but then one day she decides to get a nose piercing. 
and I'm not going to lie to you, I prayed against it. I'm like, Lord, that, um, you, Father, I ask that you would stop this. Not because my girls were ungodly, because they're not. They no, love, you know my girls. They're beautiful. They love Jesus. And, uh, and boy, I was razzing them and razzing them and razzing them. And I said, uh, um, oh, you got a hole in your nose. Uh, third one. God didn't put that there because they went and got it, right? And she had to take it out and let it close up because it kept getting infected. And then it was a nasty, pussy mess. Thank you, Jesus. So then they let it heal and tried it a second time. Well, I went back to praying. Guess what happened? It was a nasty, pussy mess. <laughs> they had to take it out and let it heal. And guess what? There See, if, you no... would ask, if you would ask the old, your, big, your older brother, I said, just leave that alone, Johnny. Just leave it alone. Uh, but no, you, no. Could you, know, you could pray. I prayed. Yeah, you I could prayed. do that. That's okay. Let God, like, sit yeah. God on him, you know? That's what I did. That's what I did. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> Lord, you, you know they don't need that third hole. It's interesting, you know, to, to me that that's not attractive, but in their generation, it is attractive. And well, so, and that's the thing yeah. is, it's the world drawing them in too. Yeah, let's I, just be honest. That's what yeah, that is. Yeah. All right. Then that takes us right to the next one is outward adornment. If we're going to talk about outward adornment, a person who desires a tattoo to garner attention or draw attention to themselves, yeah. that's vain. And a sinful focus on self. Remember, that goes back to motive, like you said. First yeah. uh, Peter 3, 3 through 4 says this. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Don't get caught up in your outward adornment. Drawing attention to self. Look at me, look at me. You know, a lot of times that look at me is insecurity. I, yeah. When our security is in Christ, and it's like, look at him, look at him, look at him. And that's when we're really secure. Right. But all these little things come into play on that motive. You know, it's yeah, amazing. I tell people all the time, uh, look, I'm so secure in my manhood, I can wear pink. <laughs> no, I look. I could wear. Yeah. I could wear mauve. <laughs> I'm Sonny, you know, I don't know what mauve color. Well, I don't know what that is. My <laughs> wife has used that word. I have no clue. That's so funny. So uh, we see it's an outward adornment that you have to be cautious of. Why am I doing this? Is this vanity? Yeah. Am I drawing attention to myself? Well, tattoos are the same thing as the. Uh, arranging of hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. It is that outward uh, drawing attention to oneself. We have mm -hmm. to be very careful of that. You know, if somebody has a little hidden tattoo here or there, something is a, to commemorate mom or, or you know, their, their grandpa or, or, you know, whatever, it's like, okay, so it, it would pass that test. Yeah, absolutely. It's not trying to draw attention. Right. Matter of fact, it's just a, a little sentimental thing. But I think... Right. And I know a lot of people that have gotten those. I don't see a problem with them. Yeah, I don't... No, I don't have... It, it's a non-issue. But right. the purpose of this podcast is not to tell people yes or no. on right. it's the Really, the purpose that we're sharing this is, is just learning to think biblically first right. Right. and not emotionally. Right. Let's uh, let things be generated by the spirit right. and not by the world, well, by it, the flesh, exactly, or the devil. Exactly, because they... What we have to do with every situation, and honestly, that's what that's what getting a tattoo is. Why are we getting it? Does it honor God? Is it a godly thing to do for me in my relationship with God? Mm -hmm. See, because getting a tattoo is very personal. Mm -hmm. And we just have to process the biblical principles to come to the conclusion uh, of should we or should we not get a tattoo? Yep. It's not a right or wrong issue. And then once people make their decision, it's none of my business. And once they make their decision, if they've chosen to get one, well, they got one. Yeah, they, they got one. <laughs> it's not coming and, You uh, don't wash it off. You just don't wash it off. Yeah, and they, a lot of times my wife would say, they look really ugly when you get old. <laughs> I got enough ugly already. I don't need any. I don't need any assistance. Yeah, you take a beautiful rose, and when you're 20 and it looks beautiful, and then when you're 80, it looks like somebody uh, pulled the poles out of a tent. <laughs> just, what is that? Did you do that on purpose? Did the tattoo artist get drunk? Or oh what, my goodness! What happened there? Yeah, we don't need any assistance in getting old and ugly, do we? No, we don't. <clears throat> that brings us to the next principle is that God sees the heart yeah. and our motivation. Mm -hmm. And so 
First Corinthians, and because here's here's the reality. Uh, well, First Corinthians ten thirty one. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory Lord of God. God. Amen. Is this tattoo for the glory of God or for the glory of self? Mm-hmm. You know, do you want it because you want it? Do you want it because you want people to look at it? Do you want it? I mean, why do you want it? And is it bringing glory to God? One of the hardest issues we have in life is putting our desires aside so that God can be glorified. I'd have to say in my almost 50 years journey with Jesus, when I had to like lay aside that, I didn't really want to because I, but I can look back over 50 years of laying aside what I wanted and uh, I'm always glad I did Mm -hmm. because what God had for me completely satisfied me with a clear conscience and uh, so these are just opportunities to grow. Um, and uh, I, I really didn't want to tackle this topic, but I'm having a blast now, Johnny. Good, good, right? I knew well, you'd have a bunch of Bible verses on it. You know? <laughs> well, you know, and that, the thing about getting a tattoo, and the reason it's on the rise is because tattoo parlors went in. Everything's went in uh, to promote. You got TV shows promoting it. You have all this stuff yeah, big, promoting big it. Big industry. And so it's in your face, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, this is acceptable by society, so now it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm going to tell you, I'm the first to tell you, getting tattoos can be addictive. Um, I don't think anybody would argue that point at all. I'm not. Listen, because uh, yeah. to this day, I want another tattoo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I just, I mean, listen, man, I, I, I just, I would love to have another tattoo. And I even know the tattoos that I would get. You know, as I said, <laughs> you know, as I went from singular to plural, <laughs> I know the tattoos that John, I would you get. have an addictive behavior pattern. <laughs> you go bigger, you go home and you don't go home much. So it's mostly big, you know, it's you always get on a motorcycle. Big. You don't go, you don't drive up to Lake George and back. You go to Colorado and, and back or you know, circle the United States yeah, or you know, yeah. the Northern route to Southern route, you know, if you yeah. go bigger, go home, you know? <laughs> no. So, uh, and I would tell you this, man. To ride the northern route across the United States, take US-1 down Ocean Highway all the way from the, from northern California to southern California, and then bring the southern route home, plus do about 2,000 miles in between going to all the national parks. Yeah, it's a life changer, ain't it? It's beautiful. I've seen some pretty things. Yeah. And then to show you my intensity... <laughs> So it is really hot. We're coming across the southern part, and we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Been there, beautiful town. Beautiful. and But it was 120 degrees. That ain't cool. It was so hot. That ain't cool. <laughs> so we're riding. We left Albuquerque, New Mexico at 9 a.m. in the morning. My legs at noon were burning up. I wear jeans and, and riding gear, but I was burning up, and Sherry was burning up. And so uh, the sun started going down, and I told her, I said, we're going to ride. If you get tired, take a nap. If you fall off, fall to the right so nobody runs you over. <laughs> but we're riding through the night, right, nonstop. So we left Albuquerque, New Mexico at 9 a.m. We stopped in Memphis, Tennessee at 5 a.m. the next morning. Whoa. Good On job. the motorcycle. So you have an appointment for a tattoo parlor? At yeah, right. <laughs> right. So you had to get there, right? <laughs> a thousand eight miles in overnight. One day. Amen. I'm and, glad I wasn't on the back of that bike. Yeah, and, and rule number one is if you ride with me, you don't complain. If you complain, you get the first plane ticket home. That's just it. So my wife never complained. She's a she's a trooper. We parked in Memphis, Tennessee, took a nap for two hours, got back on it, and rode to Cleveland that night. Or that day. That night we were in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> So it was any rate. It was go big or go home. So that's what I'm go. talking about. Yeah. Go big or go home. And and man, I'm listen. I put it in my mind. I'm just, I go, I go, I go, I go, I go. And people are like, "How do you do that?" I don't know. I am not smart. <laughs> stupid people. I'm a little do nervous. Now you're going to get get that third tattoo, John. So yeah, right. So so um, uh, any rate, I'm going to get back to what made me make my decision about tattoos. Yeah, and uh, so. I bet um, it's the same as me because I, I was almost set to get one a long time ago because I was young and cool and uh, hip and everything. Now I now I'm a nerd. I 
post pictures of my vegetables on on Facebook. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, we are so we're on. We we talked about God's heart and our motivation. Now we're going to look at our bodies. So the New Testament does talk about our bodies as well as our souls and that they've been redeemed and they belong to God. Mm-hmm. Our bodies belong to God. They're not ours anymore. Mm-hmm. When he purchased us, he purchased us completely and then filled us completely head to toe with his Holy Spirit. Yeah. So now we're his. We're not our own. We're bought, bought with, with a price. price. The precious mm-hmm. blood of Jesus. Yeah. This is a huge point here. Yeah, the Bible mine. says you're no longer your own. Do I ask God to bless what I want, or do I just say, Lord, not my will, thine be done? Yeah. And that's where you start getting into the power zone of God showing up, doing big things in your life, and it's not about me. It's about you. Right. And I want you to guide every step. My body is my own. And of course, when we first came to Christ, you know, we had drug and alcohol issues, and for me, I, both of us, tobacco issues. Those things hurt our body, so it's like, no, that's gone. Lord, help me, and boy, what a miracle he did in your life. Oh, my goodness. Take you off take you off of uh, drugs without and alcohol without uh, no no withdrawals no withdrawals and it's a miracle but then that those principles our bodies God's temple they you know they affect me now like right now I uh, I have some coffee here and it's really good and it's not normal coffee it's jacked you know and uh, there's about I don't know three or four shots of espresso here. No, no, but, no, no. The whole thing is espresso. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, and, do I I do, and I don't uh, water it down. I know. And Johnny served this to me. You know, he's he's guilty. So, Lord, lay this into his charge. But, you know, this is where we get into uh, get into um, moderation. Okay. 16 ounces of all espresso. This is, I'm done for the day. I'm not going to do another <laughs> so, one of these. So, let me tell you something about that. When Duke first started drinking it, and then he would, he would, he had to write some stuff and then draw a straight line and his hands like so shaking. <laughs> but we get, I guess in the, the position, <laughs> I've got to pull myself out of this ditch here, Johnny. <laughs> You're in the ditch with me. So you hold on. I'll get you yeah, out. Yeah, Because I'm the one that fed you the yes, drug. <laughs> yeah. But the Bible does teach about moderation. Okay. And, uh, this, this will be the, uh, you know, done. Right. And we, you know, and I, I recover by the, our second <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I recover from it. And, uh, but that's a principle in, yeah. in things in moderation. Yeah. Um, and I know as I've gotten older, I'm type two diabetic. So my body's God's temple. And now, so carbs are, are a biblical yeah, issue. Now you got to adjust how you eat. You have to, uh, my blood pressure, salts and processed foods are issue. So all of the see these are all opportunities. Oh no, I can't eat this. Oh no, I can't have a cup of coffee. No, no, no. Moderation. My body's God's temple. I need to try to keep myself healthy so I can serve Him. And so these principles we're talking about tattoos, but these are life principles. Right. And that's the value of this. This uh, uh, podcast right. is more important than just a tattoo or not. It's right. it's, it's kind of laying the foundation of biblical thinking. Yeah, it, and that's the key. You can take all these principles. And apply it to everything in your life, not just tattoos. Yeah, there you go. And that's the coolest part about it. So the believer's body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We see in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of okay. the Holy Spirit? Can you imagine coming is to the... in you? Going to the, the temple and putting some graffiti on the temple in <laughs> Jerusalem. It's like back, no, 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 you no would never, you would never done that. I never that. thought of that poor just now. Because you would deface yeah. God's holy temple. So I don't think I'm going to get another tattoo either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duke's tattoo was writing on his hand in ink to remember the, the, the I like grocery the, list. I like to separate <laughs> tattoos that don't hurt, you know. Right. <laughs> Oh try, to be, try to be cool without pain. Uh, and listen, depending on where you get it, they can be really painful. Uh, verse 20, he sa- it goes on and says, For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And so literally when he says glorify God in your body and in your spirit, that is internal and external. Yeah, great point. Which means what you put in and what you put on. Is this glorifying God? 
that's again, that's what it comes down to. So when we're talking gray, and I know so many people are like, but I want a tattoo. Um, well, again, I said tattoos are addictive, right? So why are you getting the tattoo? That's, that's the question you got to answer. And now I put down three questions here because I think that these three questions are legit. Yeah. Uh, how much modification of that temple is appropriate? So God made you the way you are. He says you're, you're wonderfully made, fearfully and wonderfully made. So how much of the modification of the temple that God made you that said was fearful and wonderful is appropriate? So those ear lobe things, to, if my ears hang low, do they wobble to and fro? <laughs> Maybe that was too far. Johnny, you okay? <laughs> Do you remember that song? <laughs> you got such a creative mind. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. It's anyway. my fallen nature coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to find a new partner, John. No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Oh, my goodness. How much is appropriate? But that's a great question. Yeah. How much is appropriate to change your body from what God made you to be? Yeah. You know, I mean, and that would, even go, that would even go to uh, Botox. Yeah. All that stuff, you know, like what, at what point does it be, does modification of your temple become inappropriate? Mm -hmm. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Yeah. You know, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So the second question that I asked. Oh, uh, here's a thought. It's, it's a big one here. Right. It came and went, came back. So right. <laughs> let me jump in here. Um, the Bible says, this is a great affection by a perfect God that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. So modification of that, I'm not comfortable with. Because what happens is, if we're not careful, our actions tell God it wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. God, you fell short. God, you messed up. God, you made a mistake. God, I don't like what you did. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, If you had nothing to compare it with, you would think it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But because Satan keeps putting junk in our face and advertisements yeah. and, and, and society dictates what, uh, what's right and wrong, we fall in the trap into believing society and then calling God a liar. Yeah. We letting, have to be careful. Letting culture fill our mind and I want, I want, I want to be cool. I want to be in the world. Uh, and then we try to go to God for permission or justification and and where the bible becomes kind of a an obstacle to us instead of a, a lamp to our feet and guide to our path right oh, be so careful of that guys and that's the thing if the bible is an obstacle that's your first sign that that tattoo is not right or whatever you're doing in your life second question is there a line that should not be crossed it's amazing you know the bible says that the heart is deceitfully wicked who could know it and people will say, I would never do that. And then five years down the road, uh, they're the poster child for it. Mm -hmm. Is there a line that should not be crossed? Uh, be ever so careful as to not allow baby steps to lead you to the pit. Because everything, the, the fall starts with baby steps. Yeah. And to the Philippians, Paul wrote, um, approving those things which are excellent. Mm. I think that fits in here. It's all these New Testament things are just principles, yeah. motivations, right. results. Right. Our bodies are God's temple. That's New Testament. Uh, glorify God in our body, New Testament. Whatever you eat, whatever you do, do every, it to the glory of God. Every songs, your music, everything yeah. to the glory of God. Right. And you know, and you, once you get into that groove... It's a pretty cool groove. It's, it's, well, because it's a very helpful protection to keep you from doing things that you that 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 you might regret later. Mm -hmm. You know, like like when you're 80 years old and your face is completely tatted up. Now the skin isn't tight and anymore. Collagen's it, gone, and yeah, all of a sudden you just have a bunch of markings on your face you know johnny taking the general principle our bodies are god's temple we took that very seriously when we came to christ 
And uh, now I'm 67 years old. I had, do have type 2 diabetes, but it's under control by diet and exercise. And uh, I'm living a totally healthy uh, life otherwise. And I still have strength and vigor. I can mm-hmm. still go out and split 16 cord of wood every year and s- cut down the trees and lift the big pieces and stack it and uh, live very physically, you know, and go out walk. Uh, I can go out walk 20 miles if I need to, take long hikes. Uh, and, you know, I still have stamina and strength. And I'm glad, but if I had if I had not have taken seriously these biblical principles, caring for my body in the days of my youth, getting off of those things that were destroying me, I, I wouldn't have the the vigor and strength that I do today. Absolutely. And I want to do all I can to have this wonderful lifestyle for you know another ten, fifteen, twenty years, Lord willing. So, all we can do is our part. Right. But when you, don't be afraid to put Jesus first. Right. Don't be afraid of these principles. They they will bless you out from year to year on every situation in life. Yeah. My third question, is there a point at which the rapid increase of tattoos on the body ceases to be art and starts becoming sinful mutilation? Mm-hmm. That's a real question, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let everybody convince in their own mind. But you also have to remember uh, others are watching. Right. And uh, you know, I know we're not to judge one another, judge not lest you be judged. I understand that. But there just comes a point when... I, I know I've seen people that just, I, I, they're so tattooed up, it, I, I feel sorry for them. Because you don't even recognize them. There's, listen, there's, a, there's, uh, there's people out there that their entire body is a tattoo. Now they're tattooing over tattoos, right? So now it doesn't even look right because they're trying to hide the colors. Then they have piercings. You know, they'll have, they'll have uh, six piercings, eight Seems piercings like above each eye, the it? nose, the ears, yeah. the cheeks, the lips, the tongues. Yeah. The, I mean, it just doesn't stop. And so at what point does, is it mutilation? And there's another principle that comes along with that, that the world's watching. And uh, no matter what somebody wants to do with our body, it's their own business, my body, my choice. Okay, I, we've heard in other yep. movements. But someday you might have to go on a job interview, and that may close the doors because... Uh, certain companies might not want to put this forward right? Uh, right. because so you, there's a lot of, there's more in play than what I want and what I right. feel. There's some consequences. Well, and, well. and how about this? How about you do all this and then one day you, let's say you're lost and then one day you get saved and then you look back and go, I was fearfully and wonderfully made and I messed it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like one, there's, there's that day of regret for whatever reason it is. Uh, or you meet the person of your dreams, and but they don't want you because you mutil- you mutilated your body. There's so many. I mean, there's there's so many things to think about. Not only today, but what is to come. What did you cheat yourself out of down the road by not controlling yourself today? And this could be this could be with anything. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. What I will say is all three questions need to be answered through individual reflection and honest prayer. Yeah. We got to get past that. I want, I want, I want, I feel that's what we got to get all past that. We just got to get Bible, 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's really what it comes down to. And everything in life. Yeah. Including, including tattoos. So here comes another (laughs) principle that we are Christ ambassadors. Second Corinthians five 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And so, and I've heard this argument both ways, and I'm not going to, I'm, listen, I'm not yay or naying either side of this. I'm just telling you, like, the both sides of the argument. So when people get that, they're like, yeah, I got this tattoo uh, of Christ so that people could see that Christ is 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 mine. Or I got the tattoo of a, of a cross so people can see Jesus. And, and the question is, do they really see Jesus or do they just see the tattoo? And you, you've said that you've made conversation with people because of their tattoos, and I've done that as well, mm-hmm. where you'll go up and you're like, hey, great tattoo. Why'd you get it? Yeah. Or what's it mean? Or Yeah, I was <clears throat> going to definitely um, zoom in on that principle, uh, jump in, but since you started it, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in here. I want to use anything and everything to bring Jesus to people. Mm-hmm. I want to connect with as many people right. as possible, as deeply as possible, as quick as possible, 
because you usually don't win people to Christ until you win them to yourself. Exactly. And so a tattoo is ultimately meaningless. What is meaningful is what do people do with Christ? Have they put their, are they going to make it to heaven? So we're on mission. So now here's tattoos in our world. So I'm going to use tattoos as an opportunity to, to connect deeply with people. And when I see people, uh, with tattoos, I just, uh, a lot of times I'll ask them a question. Wow. That's an interesting tattoo. What does it mean to you, man? Right. And boy, I'll tell you, I've had people weep and tell me what this tattoo means. And that gives me opportunity to connect deeply with somebody. And there, for me, it's like, Hey, (laughs) I use their tattoo to, for me as an opportunity to win their heart, to share the gospel with them. That's the whole thing about these tattoos. It's not about praising or condemning. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, immaterial. Yeah, it, but it, it, it's, uh, it's in our face every And it day. can be a tool either way. Yeah, and that, I always try to do it. So that's between them and God, and I don't care, and, and I love that, that person, and, uh, hey, that tattoo is really good. Right. Uh, where, what does that mean to you? But not just like, oh, that's attractive or, or, or not. You know, I would never go and say, you'll be sorry you had that someday, buddy. No, I I don't do that. It's none of my business. Because, you know, a lot of people get tattoos and you ask them why and they go, oh, because I liked it. There's no meaning. There's there's their answer. Yeah, there's no meaning. They just liked it. They spent a lot of money and uh, went through a lot of pain. And so as a Christian, do we get a tattoo? Well, is that, is that tattoo that you're going to get? Is it honoring to God? Uh, Does it aid or detract from representing Christ uh, and sharing the gospel? As a Christian, you have to look at that. Uh, I've had, I've had uh, some pastors take that, and they, they see it differently than me. They're like, yeah, I can use this tattoo to be a witness to people. Yeah. So, okay. okay, that's the motivation test there for me. And if you don't mind the pain and the cost, um, go for it. No problem with me. But I, I don't fall there. Right. And is it because of my generation? I, I don't know. Uh, I knew a lot of guys, uh, especially Marines. I would think almost every Marine has a tattoo. (laughs) Yeah, I love uh, mom. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, man, that's a brotherhood thing. And I'm not there to condemn that. And, uh, uh, but I I think this this whole chit chat, all these verses is really kind of neat because we have to do our whole life with these principles. Here's another principle that we need to learn from through this. If you don't have an absolute verse on it, do you have principles in the Bible that talk about it mm-hmm. or, 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 or that lead you through the process? Because a lot of people say, well, there's no verse. Yeah, but there may not be a, a very specific verse, but there may be implications all throughout. Mm-hmm. And so we have to look at that, right? Yeah. Here we go with the next uh, principle. Whatever does not come from faith is sin. Romans 14, 23. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. And so when we look at this, the person getting the tattoo should be fully convinced. If you're a Christian, you need to be fully convinced that it's the will of God for you. Well, that that takes on a whole new light. Yeah. Because now you really are forced to ask yourself the question, is this okay with God or is it just my desire? Is it just the world's way of influencing me? I, I want to influence the world. Right. I don't want the world to influence me. According to Romans 14, 23, whatever is not from faith is sin. And so are you convinced that this is the will of God for your life to get a tattoo? Because that tattoo will be forever. There's no getting away from it. So you have to look at, look at that. All right. So now maybe, maybe we don't take those tattoos into heaven. Maybe not forever, just forever in this life, forever in this life. Yeah. 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 Because God's going to get a little technicality. Are you there, Johnny? <laughs> yeah. But, but I, but I, I'm with you on that. God's going to throw yeah. out anything yeah. that's going to detract from his glory, his light, his, yeah. his attention. It's gone. And so those that are saved that know Jesus and are tatted from head to toe, they're gone. Yeah. Because I can assure you there's things on there that do not represent Christ. I think we're heading, yeah, yeah your next point here is, is foundational. This right here is where I made my decision to not get another tattoo after I got saved. Me too. This is it. Here it comes. And it's the Old Testament. 
Yeah. We're not under the law, but the law is our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Yes. So the law has a lot to say, to teach us. So in Leviticus 19.28, it says, You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. That's very emphatic. And people go, well, that's Old Testament. It does not, it does not have anything to do with us. It's like bacon. I yep. love BLTs. I love bacon. <laughs> bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> I'm like the bacon bits. Dog on mm-hmm. the commercial. Like, give me the bacon, man. I'm all about look, that is that is meat candy, and I'm a man. I want bacon. But this this comes into the balance, comes into biblical thinking. We're not under the law, okay? This isn't right. like a heaven or hell thing. It's just a, how can I most glorify God in my body, my soul, and my spirit, which are the Lord's. So here's here's where I landed. Now, now there's a couple of things that you got to understand. Number one, in Leviticus 19.28, who is God speaking to? The Levitican priests. All right. So that's not to us. And, and we're not even going to pretend to take this out of context and use it to apply to us because right. it doesn't rightly divide in word of God. Absolutely. To whom is God speaking? You ha- exactly. You have to keep this in context and you, and you can say, well, well it's to us too. And no, it is specific to the Levitican priest. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. And then, and then he goes on with all these things that, that we need to do. Well, if you're a Levitican priest, if you're Jewish, then you could you would apply this to you back then. Clear and simple. Yeah. Don't go there. And here's why there was no markings or cuttings upon the flesh for the dead. This is where people mess up. They're like, oh yeah, it's the tattoos for the dead. I'm not putting tattoos on my my body for the dead. But that's not what it says. In twenty eight it says, You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. It doesn't say for the dead. It just says, don't put marks on your body. All right. Usually it was because it was a pagan practice. There we go. That was connected with idolatry and superstition. That was my answer as a young man wanting to get some tattoos. I, Cause I, I was, I had become a believer. Yeah. So I never really thought about it as an unbeliever cause I didn't have any money and, <laughs> right. and uh, I was young and my parents wouldn't allow it. And so I never really thought seriously about it, but then I did. And this is for me, it's like I came out of the world mm-hmm. and the world almost killed me mm-hmm. and the world did not satisfy me. Right. And so when I came to Christ, I wanted to turn away from anything that was worldly. Right. You know, the world said, okay, why ties are in? <laughs> this is just <this laughs> me. So I got the, the, everybody, the style was white ties. So I went skinny tie. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm a little rebellious, little cultural revolutionary, but I just wanted to, seriously, I wanted, right. I wanted to be different from the world. Yeah. I don't want to fit. Well, into how the funny world. is it that, that people, the God, take the Gothic, uh, those that dressing in yeah, the Gothic, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, we want to be different, but then they dress like everybody that's gothic so there's really nothing different about them they just chose a group to be a part of but the goth movement is directly out of paganism Mm -hmm. it's not that's not you know kind of edge of paganism that is is pagan central that is straight out of paganism and so for me this is huge uh it was a common pagan practice to tattoo the body in as as the scriptures say here it was tied to their pagan faith right and the the pagan arts and you see a lot of that dragon central thing appear in tattoos because Mm -hmm. it's central to idolatry central to paganism and you see uh, if if you study uh paganism and witchcraft and uh, all of that and just their artwork Mm -hmm. and then you look at a lot of tattoos it's it's all witchcraft yeah it all is for me it's like I ain't gone there. Right. Yeah, but it's a Jesus tattoo. And it's like, hey, there's a lot of other ways to love Jesus besides getting a Jesus face yeah. up, uh, on you or a cross or something. So for me, I was done with that. I right. had come away from the world. I, I, I cut my long hair. And I don't think that because that when I wore my long hair, I was making a statement. 
long bleach blonde hair, man, and I flaunted it. <laughs> I used to put my hair up under my hat. When I was playing baseball, I was a pitcher, so I'd have it all up under there and hat down, and so I'd warm it up, and, you know, from a distance, nobody knew. So game's ready to start, get the ball, scuff it up in my hands, and I go to the mound, and I take off my hat, and my hair flies <laughs> out, and I, I put it on. So my hair was a statement, man. I am a cool, stinking dude, you know, it, it was, I, I, I'm going to be the leader of the pack. I have the longest hair in the school, and I got saved. And I knew what my hair stood for right. to me. And I don't think if a man has, if he has long hair, I, I could care less. But for me, see, this this got to get personal. I am not a man a fan of man buns, I will say that. <laughs> I didn't have buns, but, uh, <laughs> but I... Uh, that, that my hair was a statement. I am a yeah. very cool guy. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, go big or go home. Go yeah. long. And so, uh, my when I would drive down, people would see my long hair blowing out the window of the car. And uh, it's funny, guys would come up on me on motorcycles. You know, long, <laughs> my hair was clean and it was it was not. They would my hair think was. You were a babe. It, it, yeah, they did. They come up, and they see me, and they're like, "Oh, they wanted to puke." You know, like, "Oh man, this, this is how disappointing." You know. So here's, I had a friend. They were going down the road, and there was a moped going uh, on the side of the road, right? Because back in the '80s, mopeds were the thing, right? '80s and '90s, especially. We called them the drunk mobiles, right? People uh -huh. lose their license, get a moped. Anyway. So a friend of mine's brother, they were driving down the road, and all of a sudden he starts yelling out the window, ooh, baby, I want you, I'm in love, blah, blah, blah. As they're coming up, yeah. they, they get up to the moped, and, and the one riding the moped looks over at him, and it was a guy with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> I've been that guy. I love that create that disappointment, you know? <laughs> But, it's like, never mind. But I was all in for Jesus. When he saved yeah. me from myself, I'm all in for Jesus. Right. right. And I had that long hair, and I knew what it meant to me. You know, and, and it people would go. see me, hey, man, they'd just see me in my appearance. My hair was so much longer than everybody else's in the day. They were trying to catch up with me. But it was a statement that I do drugs, I'm cool, you know. And uh, and then Christ came into my heart, June 18, 1972. And Sunday afternoon, July 16th, four weeks later, I went up on top of a, a hill in Ohio. It was uh, uh, just a Mount, we called it Mount G's. It was a, the highest point in our county, and we used to go there. And you know. <laughs> So I went up to Mount G's, and the girl who brought me to Christ, which bought a pair of scissors, and she cut my hair. And, I, you know, I said, Lord, this is for you. I am, right. Lord, I don't need to be cool anymore. I want to be holy. Be you holy, for I'm holy. And I don't think having long hair or, or not or short hair, I don't think that it has no. But you you had you made a decision. But my motive, that's it. I do not that's want it. people to think I'm cool anymore. Right. I, I'm not wanting to identify with the drug culture, mm -hmm. a, a rebellious culture, an anti-America culture, which I was mm -hmm. all the above. And so, I cut my hair heartily as under the Lord. And I remember Jeannie cutting off, you know, like, like a foot, you know, like a foot. Of, and I take it, throw it up. The wind was kind of moving a little bit. And I just threw it up in the air and it just blew. And I said, oh, Jesus, I love you. I love right? You, yeah, because, and that's what happens. When you love Jesus more than you love your image for me. Image. Yeah. That changes everything. Yeah. The reason I didn't get a tattoo, another tattoo once I got saved, is because when I looked at this, the Holy Spirit convicted my heart. And he said, I told the Levitican priests who were my representatives on earth to not put anything on their body that would draw someone away from me. Do not mark your body as mine. You're my representative. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, I was cut to the core mm -hmm. when the Holy Spirit convicted me of that because for me, this is for me. This is my conviction, my motivation. Let everybody be convinced in their own mind. And, that's right. yep. and I thought, God, you, you don't want your representatives to represent anything but you. And it doesn't matter what tattoo I get. I could get one of the Holy Spirit dove you know yeah. i could get one of the cross i could get one of what we believe jesus looked like i i, I, I could get anything godly on uh, right but the bottom line is it doesn't matter what this is the way i see it it doesn't matter what i would have gotten 
it would have detracted from God because because of where it's at in the world in the way the world the world just sees tattoos as art they don't they don't associate anything with, with paganism it. and yeah, all yeah, that yeah yeah it's yeah. just it's just art and god said listen you're my representative you repre- you represent me so that when people look at you they see my father in heaven that's what that's what jesus says and i just felt like if he didn't want his representatives in the old testament to have it then we shouldn't have it today the that's, tattoos we we've landed the same place johnny and that that's where i landed i'm not i'm not going to condemn anyone uh if you get a tattoo if you got a tattoo again i got two of them uh i am glad they're on my my back and my Mm -hmm. and my shoulder where i cover it with with uh, my t-shirts you're not going to do a dookie is my friend on your forehead i am not doing dookie is my friend i thought you were my friend man (laughs) i love you but that much not that much right that's right um so so i just I just want to remind you that God told the Levitican priests, don't put tattoos on your body. I am the Lord. He didn't say, I am the Lord commanding you. He said, I am the Lord, your God. And that's why you don't put tattoos on your body. Yeah. There's a verse, and I'm just losing it now. I can. Uh, the, the Jews had a practice when the temple was down, uh, destroyed by Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar. And then there was that period between the time it was done and it was rebuilt. During that time, uh, committed Jews were, were praying. They had a couple fasts where they would fast and pray for the rebuilding of the temple. Well, the temple went back up. This is in the book of Ezra, chapter 7, verse 7. just came to me. And they, the people said, well, now that that prayer is answered, the temple's back up, uh, should we continue that fast? And the Lord, in, in the King James Version, where I first read it, the Lord, it wasn't whether they do it or don't, but God said, would you do this for me? And then he said it again, for me, twice. There was that this divine affection. That's how I, I see things. God, yeah. God loves to be loved. And this for me, this is, I love God. And this is an opportunity for me to show God outwardly that I love him. Well, well and it's not, it's not the tattoo or not tattoo. It's, I love you, and I'm not going to do anything that would detract from that. Yeah, and it's like the old Italian gal, you know, well, I know my hair's a big, it's probably pretty ugly, she said, but it's between me and Jesus. And it was interesting how God used that that terminology, would you do this for me? Sometimes my wife through the years, uh, you know, uh, she'd ask me to do something that was, you know, above and beyond the call of duty, right on the edge of our financial ability or something like that way back. And would you do this for me? Right. For me, like right, okay, <laughs> you know, and God, all omnipotent God, said that yeah. to His people, because He, He seeketh such to worship Him. To me, right. I, and I, I worship God in, a, in my body. Mm-hmm. And for me, how I worship God in my body is, I'm going to cut my hair because He knew what I was identifying with. So I'll cut my hair. I'll not get a tattoo for for you, Jesus. And if somebody does get a tattoo for Jesus. No problemo right. for me. But I think that we have to ask these questions. So we have peace about it well, and, and not the, regret it later. One of the things that, that I felt really strong with is, you know, especially if he was like, uh, I got it for Jesus. Um, I would struggle with that. And, and the reason I would struggle with that is because God over and over says that he is God and he does not change. And, and I know he, people and, that have gotten the tattoos and then a year later, two years later, five years later, Christian people that have grown, and I've had people say, "I wish I didn't do." I that. wish I didn't do that. Yeah, and it's too late. Well, and I don't oh. think I don't think I don't think God would tell His representatives in the Old Testament to not get a tattoo, and then turn around and tell His representatives uh, in the New Testament or even today, "It's okay, get a tattoo." I've changed my mind. Yeah, that went through my mind too. And, and it just doesn't it doesn't fit who God is, you know. So so for me. I felt that God didn't want his representatives to get a tattoo in the Old Testament because it detracted from God. And uh, it's artwork that promotes um, anything other than God. And it doesn't matter what you get, right? Because people just look at it as artwork. And then I come to today, and God hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he didn't like it then, in my, in my view of Scripture and God, he doesn't like it 
today. So what you're saying that we have to lay aside cultural thinking and have biblical thinking first. Yeah, and and you really got to ask yourself this question. And this is a legit question. If I read a verse in the Bible that's in the New Testament that said, now that you are born again, a child of mine, uh, do not get a tattoo. Would you surrender to that? And if in your mind you wouldn't surrender to that, does it matter that there's a verse or not a verse? Does it matter there's biblical principles that we're to follow? Mm-hmm. Because you are still about you. And all comes back to motives, doesn't it? And it all comes right back to motives. So bottom line is, guys, <clears throat> the New Testament believers are not under the Mosaic law. You're not required to not get a tattoo or to not put uh, markings upon your body. <clears throat> but the bottom line is getting a tattoo is not a sin per se. It's a matter of Christian freedom and motivation. Why are you getting it? And if God were to have a verse that tells you not to get it, would you ignore the verse and get it anyway because of what you want? That shows your motive. It shows your sinful heart. I'm not knocking them. I'm not building them up. I just wanted to give you biblical principles, and we wanted to discuss it. Save the money, save the pain. Save the, <laughs> <laughs> save the money, save the pain. Hey, guys, I pray that you make a good decision that honors God, doesn't detract from, from him and living for him. If this has helped you, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next week. God bless.